All right, guys, welcome back to another episode. So today we're joined with my friend, Matt. Matt has started his real estate investing journey probably a couple of years ago. He started wholesaling a bunch of deals. Um, so wholesaling, I think, is a really, really great way to get into real estate, especially if you don't really have a lot of money to get into it. Wholesaling basically works for the people that don't know is by you, you assign contracts um to to other people that buy it so you go you go in and you buy a uh you you you'll find a house that has potential to get um to get rehabbed and 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 you and you sell it for a for a profit you where matt comes in is he would find that property a distressed property maybe somebody that wants to sell it or maybe a relative died and they um and they they pass it down to somebody that doesn't really have much interest in in holding that property and paying the taxes on it so what they do is matt contacts these people that want to sell the house that he find he puts the the house on the contract for a really great price and he then proceeds to find somebody that goes and fixes these houses and makes a profit on it so he knows how much this person can make and profit on it so he kind of gets it a, a little fee in it so he can make anywhere from ten thousand to fifty to a hundred thousand like the sky's the limit right as long as it's a really good deal that everybody makes money um he makes money as well so that's how he started off his journey now he's transitioning more into uh doing uh flips himself so he realized that he was uh, uh leaving a lot of money on the table by just doing wholesales right and now he's doing flips himself and today uh we're we're, we're blessed to, to to be joined with him and he's gonna uh dive uh deep into a deal that he recently did he's done many deals already in the springfield market and this is a specific deal that that he's going to walk us through today and i'm going to let you um i'm going to uh, let him introduce himself all right gabe thank you for having me here man i appreciate it uh lovely home that you have here we're in a high rise facing the highway in boston uh thank you very much for introducing me so yeah Back to where you were talking about wholesaling there, I just want to jump in there real quick and mention that wholesaling basically is the, you know, you're basically just finding distressed properties. So you're finding discounting distressed properties from homeowners that are distressed. They don't want to deal with it. Or maybe they, they you know, a family member passed away, passed it over to them, and they don't even know how much it's worth. And they just want to take the money and run. Um, and what we do is just we're able to offer them the convenience and the service by being able to purchase the property cash, close as quickly as possible, which is exactly what they're looking for. If the service doesn't benefit them, then, you know, they wouldn't work with a, a home buyer like ourselves. They always have real estate agents when they can fix up the property and, you know, list it online. But sometimes that's not the route they want to go. But, yeah, that's basically the definition of wholesaling, guys finding distressed properties for a very discounted prices. And these are all off market deals. Um, right now we are currently, you know, transitioning to flipping. We want to eventually get into development. Um, we add three deals at the current moment. It's only been a few months, a few months. Um, you know, the goal is to do 10 deals before the year ends, you know, hopefully we'll reach it, but we're, we're fighting for it. We're thriving and we're pulling every trigger that we can. You know, failing forward, but making mistakes, but adjusting and getting better. Awesome. So that was a quick little introduction to what he's been doing in the last couple of years in real estate. And right now we're going to get uh, deep and specific into a deal that he's uh, recently completed in uh, Springfield. So 
it's up to you guys if you guys want to follow along and maybe open up uh um the zillow app or realtor whatever and and you can I, I found it interesting too so if you go on zillow and go on street view you can kind of see uh the before uh before how it looks like um on the outside and how it looks like after like um him and his team were done rehabbing the property so the property in the, the address is 56 james street in springfield massachusetts 01105 um so if you go and and see you can see the history of how much the property sold for and and all that good stuff so my friend matt here he bought the property for a hundred and fifteen thousand dollars right so he purchased the property for a hundred and fifteen thousand and he spent how much it was thirty thousand in work he spent thirty thousand in work and he sold the property for um two hundred and twenty five thousand all right so for those of you back at home that want to do that math really quick right he he purchased the property for one hundred and fifteen thousand. for this one hundred and fifteen thousand dollars matt how did you get the financing and also the thirty thousand dollars that you put into the house how did you how did you get the money to do that if you want to explain real quick Okay, so pretty simple. The way we gather the financing for this property to be able to close it in quickly, it's, uh, you know, hard money lenders. And for those of you that know what hard money lenders is, is no, these are basically lenders that, you know, only lend for, you know, rehabbers, flippers, and developers, and people that build new construction. It, and, you know, they charge, a, it's usually a 12% interest rate, a uh, couple points. Uh, for each point, I mean, it's a thousand bucks. And, you know, you have your closing cost fees along the way um, and they pretty much cover the down. They they cover the entire property. Right. You got to make a down payment. Down payment is usually 20 percent. If you're new to it, uh, we had a 20 percent down payment. So 20 percent of uh, uh, one hundred fifteen thousand. That's uh, twenty eight thousand seven hundred fifty dollars. Um, we put that down to close to be able to close on a property. And then they also finance the rehab, which is the construction cost. And we had originally put fifteen thousand for it. We went a little over budget, you know. And um, again, guys, this is why we wholesale properties because if you do not have the capital, this is what wholesaling is made for. Because if you don't have the capital to to start anything at all, right? Then this is why we have wholesaling. Because really, truly, what wholesaling is going to determine is you're going to get paid by your hustle. So by you hustling and putting the amount of effort and actions out there that's what you're going to be getting paid for so look if you don't have any capital getting into real estate i 100 percent recommend wholesaling and that's how we were able to come up with most of the money to fix up the property and get the down payment for the hard money lender awesome matt now would you would you say that before you even started doing any of this yourself you started wholesaling deals right so you you kind of knew right? How much it costs to rehab properties and, and that kind of background information, right? And for those of you at home, if you guys don't know, it's your job to figure it out. It's your job to talk to somebody that d does know, have them walk walk one of their properties and have them explain to you detail by detail exactly what they do, how much they pay their subcontractors and everything, right? So this, this deal in particular here, he mentioned that he put $28,000, $28,750,000 down, right? So 
when I said he bought it for 115, I didn't say that he went went in his pocket and got $115,000 in cash and, and and bought the house in cash. No, that's not how it works. He went there. He went to a hard money loan, a hard money lender, put $28,750 down. And he financed the rest and they also financed the $30,000 to, to rehab the property. Right. With that being said, he sold the property for 215,000, right? $225,000. He made a profit of $80,000 on, on the sale of that house, right? So if, if you were to, if you were to um, kind of, he almost damn near tripled his money, right? So he put close to $30,000 down and he made $80,000 in profit, right? And uh, how long did it take you to do this? Um, it didn't take that long at all, actually. You know, truly, this was supposed to be a two-week job. Uh, we didn't do much here. It was more of a makeover. Um, it ended up taking a little longer just because we didn't have the proper crew. But, you know, the job got done. And uh, we also had a tenant upstairs, uh, which was currently paying rent, which is a Section 8 tenant. And we didn't mind at all because that tenant's rent was basically covering for the hard money um Harmony Lander pay, uh, monthly payments. So, you know, we're basically, we, we have no holding costs here. Awesome. So if you guys understood that, he basically said that he, um, the tenant that he had that was living upstairs of this house came in and was paying rent and while they were doing the work. So the monthly payment that he had, that he had uh, an obligation to pay to the hard money lender was basically being paid off by the resident of the house. So, if you guys really think about this, this is this is a no brainer, right? So like if you do a few of these houses a year, like you're making like you're making like a doctor's salary, right? Like you come in with thirty thousand dollars of your own money and you scale that into a eighty thousand dollar profit. Right. And then you come in and buy two. Now you have the money to put three or four more down payments onto four more houses. Right. And that's exactly what he's doing now. So I'm going to let him explain now. So he he came in here and he bought eighty. He bought this house and made eighty thousand dollars profit. So now the way that he scales into that is he's gonna he's gonna explain to you what he's doing now and what his next step is. So now the next step, you know, after uh, being able to sell this property and make that profit, which is a ridiculous amount uh, for the amount that we put down, you know, we just want to keep going with what we have started and basically create a. a oil pumping machine, right? We want to have something that is always pumping oil, something where I can take a vacation and money's going to keep coming in. So, you know, the skills that you gain by being able to wholesale properties, which is, you know, truly finding discounted properties, that skill right there is what's going to take you a long way. So w what does it really take to have a successful flipping company or development company, right? Is the ability to continually, continuously finding off-market discounting deals. And since that's what we started with, well, guess what? We always had discounted deals and we still will always have discounted deals because that's the skills that we gain and that's what we want to keep improving, right? Because as long as the deals is coming, we're always going to have properties and money is always easy to find if you got great deals. So as long as you find deals and as long as you have the skills to find great deals, well, then there should be no reason why you won't have your own flipping business.
Yeah, and, and, and I'd like to reiterate what right, he said, too. So, basically, he since he started off wholesaling, he kind of he kind of understand not kind of he does understand and has a pipeline already full of off-market deals and he knows exactly what to look for and he knows what a good deal is when one comes in front of him right so and i think that's very important right so i think in my philosophy of you know kind of this particular thought is i honestly think that most people kind of have like everything all backwards they 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 think that like hey i'm gonna go and i'm gonna work and i'm gonna make money and then after i have a certain amount of money i'm then gonna figure out how to invest that money i'm gonna whatever like into the stock market or doing a exactly what matt's doing like he's gonna be fixing and flipping houses right like no i think that the right way to go about life is especially when you're young and have all the time in the world like i can't stress this enough like i try to I try to tell this to all all the all the youngins out there that that have all the time in the world, especially if you're in high school or if you're in college, you have all this time that that are, that's just getting spent doing like nonsense. Just 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 hear me out for a second. What if what if I were to tell you that like to think that as if you had infinite money, if you were to go in your bank account, you had trillions of dollars in your bank account, as if like money wasn't an object. How would you look at life? How would you look at like what a good investment is? Would you even know it if it hit you in the face, right? Would you know if somebody came to you with an opportunity that this deal would make $100 million? Would you even know and how to, how to make sense of that deal, right? Like, so I, I always think about it like th th there's, a, there's a correlation between me and all my guests that I've had on so far is that they all found out what a good deal looks like before they put any investment or raised any money or, or did anything. Right. They all, the, the, the most important thing is just finding what it looks like. Like, what is a good deal? Like, what does that look like? Right. So, so hopefully like, you know, like in future episodes, we're going to, of this podcast, you're going to, you're going to solidify what, what that looks like. Right. So if I were to come up to you, the next day and be like hey i got this uh lot of land in this particular area over here in town and I, I don't really want it or i know the guy that owns it and he wants to sell it like and um you know like are you interested what would be your thought that came through your mind would, would the first thought be oh oh not to mention let's say that this lot of land in particular is 10 million dollars would you even what would be the first thought that goes into your head? And I, and I know what it would be. It would be, well, I don't have that money, right? I don't, how am I going to get that money, right? And my, my, my response to you is, is, all right, like that aside, would you even know if this was a good deal, right? And so, and, the, and if the answer is no, I have no idea or like, no, like I never even thought about it like that. Like that, that's your first step is identifying what it is. So as soon as you have that down, and you can understand a good deal and you and you can see it like, wow, you know, if I was able to get access to uh, uh, two and uh, five million dollars, I can actually purchase this land. And based off of what I know, I can go and get this uh, approved to be to be a, I don't know, a 300 unit apartment complex. And 
I don't even have to build a building if I don't want to. I can go around and sell it to somebody that can and make millions of dollars, right? But you're too caught up about, oh, it's too expensive. I don't have the money to do it. Like, I don't have, like, how would I ever do that? Like, oh, that's only for rich people. How can somebody afford to do something like that? Like, no, guys, like, you guys don't even know if it's something that can make money. And you guys are already putting it down. Like, it's all, like, it's something that you'll never be able to accomplish. Like, first of all, just figure it out. Find, like, like find a piece of property or a business or something, right? And And figure out, like, is there money to be made over here? Like, like what, like, is there opportunity here? And if the answer is yes, there's opportunity. Your next answer should be, okay, is there enough money to be made that I can borrow money from somebody else? Right. They can be partners with me because they have the money. They're just looking for opportunity. I found the opportunity. Is it possible now for me to partner up with somebody else, give him a really good return on his money and still have something left over for me? Right. And guys, if the answer is yes, like like there's nothing else to think about, like like you take action on that. Right. Like like Matt, Matt knows about this. Like, Matt, that's what I like. That's that's what how the world goes around. Like you think like if you honestly think that, like you see these big, big giant skyscrapers getting put up in Boston or or New York or L.A., you think it's somebody that just bought a piece of land and is using their own money. No. It's a pool of money that people get together. It's, it's, a, it's an investment fund that somebody manages or a group of people manage other investors' money. They get together, pool these investors' money, give them a return, and they, and they make money using other people's money because they put their money to work in such a way that there's enough money to go around for everybody, right? And that's how the world goes around, right? That's how, that's how everything gets money. That's how businesses get bought. That's how skyscrapers are built. That's how like, you know, everything is run, right? Like if you've ever been to uh, like Las Vegas, right? You see all these giant casinos. They're like one right after another. They're like gigantic mega, like, like billions and billions of dollars. Like, like, do you honestly think that one man or a group of partners? No, it was a Fun, it was funds from mul hundreds and hundreds or if not thousands of thousands of investors that go and put money into that and and, th and they're based off that asset and based off that investment they're 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 they they trust you enough not just you but also the investment that they're doing that they're going to give you that money to get that done right so if if you understand it like you know if you if there's anything that you can take away from this episode right take it away like take away that if if you look at real estate or if you see a lot of people building these, these 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 buildings you see like somebody like my friend matt here that's buying houses and flipping them you think that like wow he must have a lot of money to do that that's not the case and even if he did have millions and millions of dollars this is what he would do if he had millions and millions of dollars he would still only put down $28,750 and do the exact same thing that he did right now, right? Because why? Because it's smart. Like, why would you use your money if you can use somebody else's money that's super cheap right now? Money is, it's, it's almost free. Like, there hasn't been a point in history in the last 5,000 years, even going back to the ancient Egypt, that the interest rates haven't been as low as they are now, right? So, if you guys can understand that and understand that you don't need to have the money, you just need to know 
how to identify a good deal. And you, you, by you knowing that you can take action, right? Like my friend Matt here, he started off just, just doing hosting. So he knows what a good deal looks like. So like, that's the first key to the puzzle. He can come in and be like, all right, I see this house on Zillow or I see this house on, on MLS or where I have, um, I found this house off market that I called them. They just so happened to, 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 to be distressed, uh, distressed, uh, sellers. They want to get rid of their, get rid of their house. How much can I offer them to be able to make money on this house? And if he knows that, like he can make a lot of money. And honestly, Matt, like he, he put in his own money into doing this, but he didn't have to, he could have taken that $28,500 down payment that he got, that he put into it. He could have borrowed that money from somebody else. He could have borrowed it from a family member. He could have borrowed it from somebody else that was in real estate investment, but didn't have the time to do this because he was busy, but he had more, but he had to get rid of his money because uh, he had to put his money to work or else, you know, it would be stupid not to. So if you would like, let, let, let's, let's think about this logic here really quick. If you, if Matt would have came in and borrowed $28,750, let's round it up to $30,000 from an investor to get this deal done. He could have promised him a 20% return on his money. And let's say Matt took six months to get this deal done. So a 20% return, a 20% return on, um, on $30,000 on $30,000 is minuscule compared to what, to what you're going to get to what you're going to pay. Right. So it's going to be $6,000 interest in return basically for, to, for the money that he's borrowing to get this deal done. He's only going to need that money for six months. So, it, so it's going to be 10% that he's going to get, cause he's going to return his money and he's, he's going to return his money, not in a year. He's going to return it in six months. So his investor is going to make 10% on his money in six months by giving Matt $30,000 to get this deal done. That's nothing to Matt. If you really think about it, he's making $80,000 on this deal. He got the money. He got all the money he needed to get it done from somebody else. After he comes in and sells this deal, he made 80,000 in profit, right? He, he, he then pays back the, the principal of the, the $30,000 that he got from his investor. He pays him back what? $3,000 in profit on, for the thank you for giving me the 30,000, right? And what's he left with? What's he left with? He's left with 70, uh, uh, seven, <laughs> he's left with 70, $7,000 by using 100% of somebody else's money, the hard money lenders and the person that, that, that gave him the money to invest. Let's say he would have doubled his money. Anybody, he can get that money from anybody. Hey man, you give me this, you give me $30,000. You're going to get equity in this house as collateral. And I'm going to go and I'm going to flip this house six months. All right, cool. Does it, if, especially for somebody that understands real estate, he'll understand how, how clean of a deal that is. Hey man, I'll, I'll double your money after it's sold. All right, bet. The day comes it's sold, they made $80,000. Matt pays him $30,000 in profit. Matt still made $50,000. Anybody, a toddler can go out there and get $30,000 promising that you're going to double their money. A toddler can go out there and do it. You can get it at 20% for sure. Maybe even 15 or 12 if you have more experience, if it's a bigger deal. But 
doubling your money, you can get that anywhere. So I, I implore you guys that are listening right now to to understand that. Just figure out what a good deal is before you guys even like think about buying a property. Oh, I'm going to buy this single family house and I'm going to live in it or do, do whatever. No, just f- first of all, can you even make sense of a of a of a of a big development deal or a big buying a, a, a rental property that's like 100 units? Like, I honestly think that you should learn how to run before you learn how to walk. Around. If you can if you if you can learn how to manage and buy and make sense of a big commercial deal, like honestly, like you making sense of like fix and flips, I think it will be a lot easier. Right. So I'm going to have Matt here come in and explain how he's how he's scaling how he's scaling into this this business how i think what he said i think when he came in came over came over my house i think he was telling me that he he's buying four properties now at the same time so going into the fourth all right so how does that work buying four properties at once so going into the fourth property, uh, we haven't officially closed on the fourth one yet. We did close on the third one. Um, so now we'll be in it. We'll be in in total. Uh, you know, we just pretty much sold this project. So now we got two projects going on at a time going into about a close on the four, fourth. So we'll be having uh, three projects running at the same time. Um, you know, that question that you asked, how does that look like closing in all these properties? Um, I don't know. That's a tough question. You know, uh, you, you gotta want, you gotta want the heat. You gotta want the pressure. You know, you, you gotta really want it. You gotta have the drive. And, you know, uh, I believe that drive is not something that could be teach. You gotta have it within you. So you gotta really want this because, uh, it's a lot of pressure. Yes, but you gotta also enjoy the journey. So if this is something that you like doing, if there's something that you you know you want to leave a legacy behind by doing real estate, uh, then it's for you, and you're gonna know it's for you. Um, so yeah, I mean that's you know I I don't really know how that looks like. You just gotta pretty much just put pull the trigger, man. Take the opportunity. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so when you're coming in there, um, you're you're buying like you said you're using hard money loans to to get this. Most people that understand conventional loans, they they, they think that. Hey, if I if I buy one house or I have a mortgage for one house, am I going to be able to get the loan for three other houses, let alone another one? Right. So how are, are like are the are the hard money lenders in your case? Are they just looking at it as a deal by deal basis? How does that work? Uh, yeah, they look. So every hard money lender is different. Uh, right now, I've been very lucky and I got blessed with the right hard money lender. Uh, by one of my top buyers that actually buy all my deals, my wholesale deals. He rep- introduced me to this person. And the way that he looks at it when he lands, it's, uh, yes, it's based on deals. So the way that he lands, it's uh, you have to be at a 65% from the ARV, which ARV, for those of you that don't know, it's uh, after repair value. Um, you have to land at a 65% purchase price for them to land on that deal. But the reason why they do that is so, you know, that you are most likely not to default on their on their loan. Yeah. And it's very important too to understand how how the bank and the hard money lender sees your how they look at the risk of your loan. And that's something that we're going to talk about in another episode. So in another episode, we're going to talk about how 
um, the bank is looking at the risk um, um, on lending you money and how you can make sure that you can kind of test the deal to make sure that that's that's something in the parameters that the bank will allow you to do right so if you if you kind of know what, what what those things are it's uh it's very simple it's, you, you can kind of uh very confidently put in offers for, for for potential flips if you understand how the bank loans money all right so that'll do it for this episode so i'm going to pass it here to matt um if is there anywhere uh, is there anywhere that they can find you like let them know where they can find you uh where they can follow you and uh and they can follow your journey. Yeah, you can find me on uh, Instagram, and that is the real Matt Silva. Um, you can look at my company's website, which is uh, Next Life Realty, and you can also email me if you have any questions at all um, about wholesaling or flipping. Feel free to contact me. My email is at matt m a t t at nextliferealty dot com. Awesome, Matt. Well, it was a pleasure having you and I can't wait um, for you to come back and we'll do another episode. And when you do, when we do, we're definitely going to talk about another deal that you're doing. And, and I appreciate you coming and giving value to the audience members. Thank you very much for having me, Gabe. All right, guys, take it easy, man.